All right, so I, I really want to talk about, um, I got a few exciting items I'd like to talk about. We've got some some discussion about the PGA Tour in general. I, I like the uh, Sergio last week, uh, just a little discussion about his uh, his meltdown with his with his golf bag. Uh, I'd like to talk about the putt view a little bit, um, but, but I'd, I'd like to just sort of dive right into, because I know we have like at least a dozen or, or two or three a dozen listeners or you know, somewhere between one to three dozen. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but somewhere in that vicinity. I, I think most of them are probably listening for the fantasy sports pick plays and not, not for our, our funny, funny commentary. So I'd like to sort of hop right into that. The, this week's tournament, Sean, I know is, is the Bridgestone, and I'm starting to really get good with, with knowing what tournament it is because I'm just really excited about the PGA Tour. It's it's one of the, my favorite things to do in the summertime now, is is watch golf when I'm you know when I have free time, which isn't often, but I'm watching golf as much as I can. So it's the Bridgestone. What are your uh, what are your first first sort of course course notes? Do you have like a like a cheat sheet of of, of information you can just read off to us? Um, yeah, no, it's all it's all in memorized, dude. It's all up here. I'm tapping into my forehead or my temple when I say that. Uh, it's all yeah. there. Um, well, there's no cut this week. I can yeah, tell you that much. There's no cut. Um, thank you, Zach. Um, that is that is really relevant, but not to the course. Um, the course is uh, my. It's honestly like this is when I first started doing like course fit articles for Roto Grinders in 2015. I was really new to all of this. And, like, I'd only seen like Chambers Bay and some, you know. Uh, British Open course, and they got to the Bridgestone, and I was like, that's a fucking golf course. Um, it's kind of my favorite. I've got some other, you know, I like Riviera a lot, and I like... Um, now that's what I call a golf course. Yeah. I like I like the uh, TPC Sawgrass. Um, I think we have some listeners down in that area. Shout out to them. But this is, you know, uh, really one of my favorite courses, and it, why? Because I think uh, it's a great... A great ball strikers challenge, a really challenging ball strikers course, and that's what I love to watch. So it, it should be a little feast this weekend. Well, but what's the course like though? Like, is it is it a links course? Is there, are there a lot of trees? Is there a lot of water? Is it short? Is it long? Is the grass Bermuda? Yeah, it's uh, it's in Ohio, and it's a really tree lined course. That is like one of the main things people throw out there about it. And the implication of that is. Uh, missed fairways might not just be like, oh, shucks, it's a tough shot from the rough. It might be like, you're totally fucked. Um, you know, you might be losing two strokes instead of one or something like that. Um, double bogey course. Um, you know, mostly from, like I said, challenging tee to greens, small greens. Um, yeah. So who's going to win it this week? Is is it? You probably have DJ, right, Dustin Johnson. How how can he not not lose at this point? He's liable to shoot, you know, seven under every round and just walk away with this thing twenty eight under. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that might be a little optimistic, but then again, I you know what he, he 
he could shoot seven under here. Uh, I mean, that's a really great score here. The, the winner might be seven under for the tournament, but um, I do like DJ. The machine in me is like, you know, every time you ask me that question, if DJ's in the field, it's DJ because he's the number one golfer in the world. He's the best at pretty much most of everything that's really important um, about the game. Um, he's super long, and that will help here for sure. It's a 7,400-yard par 70. So there will be a little edge to a, a bomber this week. A little edge, huh? Yeah. The bomber. Well, okay, speaking of bombers, Tiger Woods. I like. I think we spent a lot of time between our, all of our lineups over the past month or two where, where he plays. I feel like he's been a, a key component to those lineups and he's uh finally came through at the open for us and nearly uh you know won us a couple hundred bucks what what about tiger woods this week is this a good course fit for him he's got good history here right i feel like i saw that on twitter yeah i think like one of the things i saw was that like if you took just tiger woods bridgestone earnings in his career he'd be like 50th on the European tour money list all time, like career money list. Oh, that's not, that's not, why are you going to make fun of the European <laughs> tour, man? This one course, yeah. Oh, God. How do they even afford right. plane tickets to come play over here? I don't understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a relative, I mean, they must, there's, it has to be because of their sponsors. I, if, how do but they have anyways. sponsors and we don't? We do. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep looking for the check then. Is it PayPal or is it coming uh, yeah. snail mail? I'm not really paying you. I'm just keeping oh, the money for myself. But anyways, so right, fair enough. Yeah, let's let's move on from that embarrassing topic. <laughs> so the Tiger. Woods. I mean, Tiger Woods. He's Tiger been playing Woods pretty well. Bad. I again, it's like the fifth time in the past three months. Um, I, I think, honestly, looking, like, zooming out a little bit, I'm thrilled that we ever got to play Tiger Woods at all. I never thought it would come to that. I don't know why people started to get off of him. He's really been playing consistently really good. Um, now he's back in that situation where he's priced like he should be, and he's probably going to be one of the higher-owned players because of his history here. And just on that alone, he's a fade. Um and there's plenty of other options. You don't need to get someone who's double-owned, and he kind of blends in there at 10,800. You know, if he's 8,800, totally different story. Um, I think the significant thing is he has this course history here, right, but um, he's not – he can't hit the ball off the tee like he used to, and that's a really important shot here. So if he's not hitting drivers like he was when he was dominating this place, I wonder if that uh, you can bring kind of that course history into question some and – and discount even more and strengthen the fade even more. Well, I sort of question, I mean, I, I personally question course history as, as relevant. It just seems like you, you don't, you don't, things, things change too much for us to depend on, on course history, you know, between the weather, people, you know, the competition, just too many factors to, to just say it's the same thing every year. So I really don't care about that, but I think it's the fact that you're like, you know, understanding if he's not hitting the ball off the tee with a driver very well, then what, how is he on the PGA I mean, Tour at all if he can't hit a driver? 
It's like that's like my. He's freaking amazing. And he, and when the I go play golf, I, I, I can't hit. I honestly think. I mean, you've seen him pull it out a few times in these last few tournaments and hit some gems. Um, but it's obviously something that he's not comfortable pulling. You know, twelve times around and not, and not um, losing one or more. You know, and if you lose one here, it's bad. Yeah. So so are you? Yeah. No, I I hear you. So are you? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I'm really I'm really looking expensive. at the numbers for the first time here. Potentially overall. And, um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, let, let's come back to that. I just saw I got a I just saw I got a little glitch here on the in the. Let's matrix. come back to that. And um. So yeah, that's yeah, fine. What about now? Yeah, let's we're talk a little bit about. Yeah, I fixed that cell. Uh, that's what happened last week, and, and it's even worse than the the number whoa. I had there before. So uh, live. Well, because I had um, live spreadsheet manipulation in the week here before to get People, Tommy Fleetwood a projection because he didn't have maybe some recent history, so I had to just put a fill-in number in there, and that had carried over something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So so we're going to take a quick break here on the on the back end of that. We're going to get into a little bit of a uh, little more talk about uh, Tiger. Also, so I'd like to touch. Let's just dive right into the the, the Bryson DeChambeau um, thing where he he had an, in, an interesting end to his his round last last Sunday at the European Tour event. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that when we return. Yeah, so so Bryson DeChambeau. Let's 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 think about him for a minute. I wanna I wanna talk about him as a potential play for this week, and and why. I mean, he's seventy eight hundred, pretty cheap. He hasn't been playing that badly, other than the last four holes of the Euro Tour event last week, where in the final round he uh, was tied for the lead, and then just melted down. You've 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 seen the video of that, right? Yeah, that um was pretty epically bad stuff and 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 we've covered this before i want to say like like a traditional like golf snob kind of rulesy guy but what he did with that handshake was pretty it was fucking disgusting i mean that was really you know you know i really and i and i and i think initially if you just watch the handshake it looks bad but if you watch like his play like his or if you watch the, the highlights of the final four holes where he just loses his mind like on multiple yeah. occasions after after a few of those shots which you, you know between putting him into the water twice going out of bounds he he missed a putt a short putt i mean he he was losing it and he's like left and right on over those four holes it really it was what else was he gonna do after after that I mean, you think he's just gonna pull it together and and you know, give the guy a kiss on the cheek or something. I mean, he was he sure, was dumb. And he was like retching after every shot, like just really childish and animated. Uh, I mean, oh, it was completely childish. Eyes, it's one second of your life. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like actually stop walking. I, I don't know. You know, don't, it's not hard. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I don't know. I, it got me. I just wish golf had more of that. Like, I think I think golf would be just a little bit more uh, interesting to watch if we had a little more character, a little more personality. 
even if you don't like the guy, and I don't, you know, he's pretty unlikable. Like if if you even remove those things where, where I just mentioned, where I'm, I'm saying are would make it more interesting. If you remove that, he's still not a very likable guy. Yeah, I mean, I kind of almost, I've made this comparison well, before. Let's face he's like it, the man, heel he's, from like a WWE thing, and I wonder if maybe the PJ Tour is that smart, and they've like written yeah. the Bryson character into the script. And he's just like this nerdy nemesis. It's like I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't. Is yeah. I wouldn't rule um, it out. But on paper, he's really fucking good. Um, he said, like I said, four hole blow up. Which brings week. me to my he's point. Play on. It's just the, yeah. one of the few times where it's like, is he that much of a head case? Because there was him also on the range. I think at the U.S. Open, like lost his shit. Um in a pretty epic fashion and it's like what's going on yeah. dude um but he's got the skills so so here's my yeah this is this is my viewpoint on him if, if i'm if i'm the guy who likes to put in you know 100 lineups into a large contest on draftkings.com i'm going 100 bryson this week factoring his price oh yeah factoring his price no one who's going to be on him this week he, after that meltdown he's going to be that, one of the lowest on guys in the event because of, my of like, named guys my gauge i'm getting on it has him being like moderately owned like middle of the pack owned and i i feel like everyone will be off him as well i mean he's kind of cheap 7800 but you know there's plenty of guys phil and sergio are cheaper than that yeah, I think I think the ownership algorithm is doesn't take into account the fact that he he absolutely just melted last on Sunday. That's yeah. and, and I think people know that. I don't think that's a secret. Because if you're playing if you know anything about famous or golf, you know if you follow golf, you you you, you saw this this happen. You you're aware of it. And I just you know, unless people are that disconnected from from news, I, I just I just don't see it being ignored. He's going to be low owned. Yeah, absolutely. Which means I want a lot of him. When you combine the fact that he's actually pretty good, play that's the kind of play that could win you a GPP if he is low owned. And and golf is like we've seen it play in these round by round contests. People were very much, "What have you done for me lately?" Um. So that's fresh in their mind, and that I don't. I'm curious what DJ is going to come in ownership wise on because normally there should be this like hysteria around him when he does something like he did last week and just wins that cleanly you know and he's I got a hot stat for you he's the the first player since Tiger Woods to win three tournaments in a season three times three years wow, in a row I didn't know that since Tiger Woods yeah that that's a stat yeah I mean so he's he's as good Did as Tiger Woods and you know basically in his prime basically no, no, Jim Nance. I haven't, I haven't talked to Jim today. Uh, I was just reading the the, the you internet, going James some, some golf website. Okay. Jim, he's Jim. He's a nice guy. the The other thing about about I think Bryson is, I, I just really don't know who. I mean, he wasn't even. He was pretty low owned at, at the open, right? He, he wasn't was, high, but he was coming off the He's been kind of falling so off. I feel like everyone's. And, you know, he played. He's not injured, obviously, at this point. He's just psycho. Yeah, and we're mm-hmm. we're we're using air yeah, quotes here. He wasn't scared. hurt, so that's and not even a thing. There's no reason to take him unless you want it to be, you know, first place. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> if he had done well. <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? Who? I I know. Okay. So so besides Bryson, as far as uh, kind of a a mid range value play, I guess if you like going contrary. Who else are you on this week? In that uh, I don't know. Is, is Paul want, Casey qualify? I mean, you want mid range contrarian or mid range value? Probably Cantlay still qualifies. Yeah, because I think Casey would be popular enough. Like he's Both. you know not the superhero that he was a while ago. Um, he'll still be owned. Cantlay a little less. His salary's up this week. Um, but I don't consider him contrarian. Um. No, he's still going to have value. I know he, he bombed at the open. No one's been down Grillo this um, week, right? He's still he still rates down there that cheap. Like people will still go after him. He won't be the highest owned guy, but he'll he'll be in the middle. Yeah. Uh, do 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 the open stats even count? Does anybody have actual? No, people have stuff. They data got stuff. that's they usable got, besides you know, the stats and all that. Score. Um, and can probably do some pretty fair like um, back calculations into strokes gain stats, um, putting and tee to green at least. And that stuff's neat. I consider the the majors are almost like such a totally different ball game. So many things about them are different than the normal than the normal courses and normal situations and setups. Um, yeah, I'm happy to just. Yeah. I disagree. It's just golf. The guys are just playing golf out well, there. If they're trying to hit the ball right and the ball doesn't go where you want it to go, you lose. I. What about? Yeah, Absolutely. no, I mean I that's mean, fair. What about uh, Luke List? He seems like the kind of guy that uh, sort of fits fits that um, mold. You know, putting comes and goes for him, but yeah, he's he's the kind of guy with the tee to green game that we're always going to want a piece of. Um, he's yeah. What a, so speaking of putting. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk right over you, man. Sorry. Speaking of putting, we 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 sort of talked about this off off of uh, between shows uh, where where we feel like. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I viewer. saw a video of him with this like. Uh, I think that's. A, can you explain that? That technology is not a thing that um, like that Bryce and Deschambeau uses. And it was like they had set up, like they had put like. I don't know how to describe it, like tape on the green. Virtual reality. To, like, show yeah. what I guess it would be like to see what he was seeing. Like little like contour lines and stuff. I don't know. It was bizarre, really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess it. I think it shows you overlays like what you're looking at. It shows you like a. But it's supposed uh, like to aid with your putting, right? Your putt and like, like, a, a, like as you're playing golf, like it reads the green for you. It's like the video game. Yeah, I mean golf needs more of that, man. I, I feel like that. Yeah, golf needs way more of that. And when we, when we come back, I want to I want to keep talking about this a little bit more. This is, I feel like if if the PGA Tour were were looking for some consulting, I feel like you know, I, th- I feel like they you know if they, they want to look in our direction, this is fine by me. But anyways, we'll we'll talk more about that on the uh, on the other side. 
but yeah, so so punt view I feel like would be just one more way to to get a little more uh, interest in the game because right now I mean who's who's watching golf? It's it's guys like us who don't even really play golf. I mean you don't even play golf at all. I I, I play it every once in a while and I'm not very good. But it's, it comes down to you know rich white guys who who who, who follow golf and unless Tiger's playing and 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 winning, there just aren't many many golf fans out there outside of that. Pretty annoying demographic. <laughs> okay, what, what's your point? No, I'm just trying to. We, I think golf needs putt viewer. I think another thing that would be interesting if we're talking a little bit more about um, you know things that would make the sport better. Uh, you know, I think we've, we've talked about this fan noise. Why, why aren't why yeah. can't people just hoot and holler? I mean, that was happening a little bit, not during shots, but you know. Guys were getting on DJ last week after uh, missing the green, right? We need more of that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think absolutely. I, I like the crowd to get into it. Um, I don't know why. I know the etiquette. Like I was, like I was saying before, I'm not, I'm not a traditionalist. Um, and it's like the Happy Gilmore thing. It's a joke, but fuck it. It really makes sense. It's like, I mean, yeah, you know why not? And then, and then it wouldn't be an issue. Like if it was like someone shooting a free throw. And people are just like constantly making background noise. It wouldn't be a big deal, but when it's like totally quiet, and then every once in a while someone's cell phone goes off, or you know that, then it becomes a problem. Like two birds, one stone. Do it up. Yeah, I mean, I. It's just what it comes down to. It's it's just an annoying rich guy sport, but but whatever. Um, the equipment's so good. They have the, so many advantages. You, like they need they need to be taken down a notch. You know what I mean? It's, it's too easy. Look at these guys. Did you see Sergio uh, throw his club uh, nearly at his caddy? Did you see that oh, one? So actually, I don't know what you're talking about there. I missed that. What happened? Oh uh, well, so we can, yeah. Basically, he uh, he 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 was trying to to put a chip in last week at the Canadian Open, and missed it pretty badly. And for some reason, his bag was lying on the ground. I don't. I guess I don't really follow golf that much to know what where. I always thought that the caddy had a you know, had it within close range, you know, standing up, but it was laying on the ground closer, I guess between him and the caddy. And he just chucks his club at the, at the bag. And it, you know, the, the caddy kind of jumps like it, he was like, he was, you know, afraid it was going to hit him. <laughs> so it was kind of, you know, interesting. He's, uh, he's pretty low price this week. If I had to, to say 7,400, we'll, we'll be using him, right? Yeah, we'll have some. I'm not as super hyped about him as um as I have been in the past. He's definitely like something a little off, but there's still that promise. Um, and he's looking like I think people are kind of into it this week at 7,400. So there's not that ownership edge that you would hope for with someone who you're hoping to get back yeah. in the form. You know what I mean? I want I want ownership edge if you're like if I'm hoping you you come out and surprise us. So he might just be no, yeah, that makes sense. To, like they DraftKings to, yeah. robbed us of his potential value by pricing him so cheap. Because I'd play him at eight K. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Well. So. So what? Who? You know. I. I was just sort of going off the deep end with saying I was going to own Bryson and all one hundred of my of my lineups this week. If you if you had to pick one guy that you were going to go with with you know in all of your one hundred lineups, who would that be? Uh, Justin Thomas. Oh yeah, Justin Thomas. We've gotten 
eighty percent way through this this recording, yeah. and and number two not player in the world about about JT. Let's number two let's player in the world. He's like the fifteenth highest priced guy here. I have to imagine he's going to be astronomically owned. I mean, it's, it's that price range, like eighty eight hundred, like that fits in every kind of lineup you could possibly build. It's like the, it's the average salary, pretty much, like. Um, I don't know what, unless I'm just on a totally different planet, and I hope I am. If he's anything under 30%, I'll be thrilled. But I think he's a strong play. Yeah, I think I think you're you're here. You're on you're on Earth. We're not worried about you, you know, tran- teleporting over to Mars or something anytime soon. So you're here right now. Um, I think he's a reasonable play. I think he's. You know he's he's one of the best yeah, best weird. in the world. Yeah, it's so as you far said. down. I mean, yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of guys. You know, Molinari, Fleetwood, just above him. I mean, that's some you can make some hay there. And Casey just below him, and you know Casey's a good play too. And then Cantlay just below him. It's like, yeah, you know you could build some solid cash lineups there. Four rounds guaranteed too. JT's gonna go out there and shoot some birdies. I mean it. So that's the thing. He's got two two appearances here, and I, like, I guess both times are like maybe thirtieth place ish, but it's like middle of the pack, seventy man field. I don't care. I don't care about that. Well, you've heard the golden voice of Sean and of Zach as well. This has been Golf Talk. Now go kindly yourself.